Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ovulating. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. Um, since having the fantastic India Rackerson of the fantastic podcast, twenty-eight ish days later, uh, on we've been getting into understanding our menstrual cycle, our, our bod hormone bods. cycle, our bod bods. Uh, we've been it? learning if we're ovulating and a very interesting question that came out of that podcast episode and you don't have to listen to it but as a as a precursor to this one but it is fascinating yes. um, is that we discussed that both India and I had the coil um, and Stevie said I've never I've never understood it I don't know what it is I'm frightened <laughs> please can we do an episode on it so I can ask you questions like what is coil what is coil so welcome to what is coil <laughs> <laughs> I think we should actually call it what is coil well so, how to understand what the coil is how to understand what is coil what is coil like <laughs> Because it's such a, as with so many of these things like this, you, you know, you, you, maybe you find somebody at a party who quietly reveals this like later on and then you're like, okay, sorry, but what, what is it? Yeah. You know, and, and otherwise the information just like isn't out there. I honestly, I was going to say, because this is going to be mainly me asking you questions Absolutely. about it. But, um, so, you know, your, your kind of coil journey, but my, my coil journey is so quick. I could say it now, Please. which is, um, at school, at the sex education thing where we got uh, separated from the boys of and course. we had to be told um, essentially everything about, uh, I suppose, really penises and <laughs> not really right. anything to do with myself. Fine. Um, there was a there was a bit of an, uh, an, an attempt like, later on in like year nine to kind of be like, uh, be a bit more interested about it but it, like it kind of it didn't nothing stuck and it wasn't enough but I, I remember being like here are the options uh, you've got your yeah you've got your condoms 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 and you've got your femidoms it's like what's that I don't, still, mm, still, still didn't know a little hat that goes a little fez that goes up your vag then, then you've got um, for a, a million pounds I wouldn't be able to successfully identify or use no. a femidon if you had one on the table now yeah. I'd be like I don't, know what, I don't know what that is is it a drinks coaster for a very yeah. small shot glass I, 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 I could no draw idea. one I couldn't if we were in squid games and they were like put the, I would be dead no <laughs> I would draw I think a swimming cap for a mouse that's what I'm thinking like it's got like, anyway it's like a, we don't like a know bowl shape. I don't know <laughs> um, don't okay know. so then there's that and then the other one was like a pill which you just take and it's like well obviously that one because that's easy but no one told you about it would maybe make you go a bit Mad. bonko um, and then the one that was like well obviously not which was like it's so essentially like um, uh, uh, the, the drawing of it because it was not in proportion 
to the rest of the thing. It looked like the, the size of your entire uterus. Oh God! And it was yeah. like it's a copper coil that irritates the lining of your womb or whatever uterus, and mm. um, so that you you just your body's like, well, I can't put an egg there because it's absolute hell. Yeah. So you're like, well, obviously not that one. Mm-hmm. And then as I've got older, that I've I've not changed my opinion because no one has changed my opinion for me. Haven't heard anything about it. No one really talks about the call unless very occasionally they'll be like, oh, I've had it removed and it was bad. So, and then I've been like, hang on, why did you quietly being like, why have you gone for that? And then India on the podcast um, episode revealed that like pretty well after when we were talking revealed that pretty much every gynecologist she's spoken to has something called the marina coil and I was like what is that for like like people of the sea <laughs> like, like boatmen <laughs> like I have no idea so um, this episode is we're not experts no. but Tessa is I mean an expert in so much as you've had the coil yourself both t- um, t- types and so uh, we're going to do our adult things in a bit but then we're going to basically I'm going to ask Tessa all about it mm-hmm. Tessa is going to tell tell me about it and you can learn with me and there'll be lots of things that we don't know but like we'll talk about it later but doing your research is so crucial about these things and this is this can be your little starting point starting point if yeah. you're like me and you're like well what is coil now you at <laughs> least know coil? what is coil and you can take that yeah through. absolutely i think i can only obviously bring my own personal experience to the table some of it is quite common this happened to me but um you will have your own personal journey mm. but i can only just but i didn't know even anybody who'd had one when i started well, no one talks and, about it and you know and here you are stevie so yeah. we're just we're trying to help the people trying to help just trying to help the people is it uh, we were separated when, when we had sex education in year even year five was the beginning of my progressive feminism journey mm. we were separated and i was like why have we been separated and they were like it's shush <laughs> and i still to this day believe like i think everybody should learn everything where was it just becoming like a common thing to be all okay to talk about and not being this like extreme shame I actually I went into my school would you believe (laughs) I went into my school a couple of weeks ago to um, talk to the year 10s and I did I talked about lots of stuff but I did like 10 things I wish someone had said to us when we were in year 10 and number number one was chill out number two was um, your body is amazing Mm. and it was about like you know, all this stuff about like, doesn't matter what it looks like, look what it can do. You know, it blinks without you telling it to, mm. you know, all of this shit. Number three, your body is insane. Yeah. <laughs> like the quicker that you can learn to laugh about it and being like every person with uterus that you know has bled through their clothes onto a cushion, yeah. you know. And I told them like an embarrassing story about the time it happened at a friend's house and we had to throw the cushion in the fridge. <laughs> And then her dad came in and we were like, don't go, don't go in the fridge. <laughs> like the quicker that you can like learn. Because I was like, I didn't laugh about having a period for like, until I was like 25. I was mm. like, this is this is such a, a place of shame. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Right. Anyway, as we attempt to quietly chip away at that and make everybody a bit more informed. Um, what's your adult thing this week? Oh, so for ages I've been like, I've felt the concept of a purse slash wallet just disintegrating before my eyes. Uh, I didn't need one and suddenly it was like a burden for me because of Apple Pay and things like that. And so now it's like, it's just another, it felt like it was just another thing to lose and all it had was like loads of compartments that sadly I didn't use and like a credit card in it and that was it and a debit card in it and that was it. And it felt too chunky and felt like from a bygone era. And I kept seeing people with things attached to the back of their phones. Oh, me. 
Yes, you. And, and to be honest, actually, like loads of people. And then when I saw you had it, I was like, right, if Tessa's got, well, if it, got I've one. got to get one. <laughs> so I finally, my thing is, I've just finally got one. A little thing on the back of my phone that's got all my cards in. Um, Brilliant. And now if my phone's lost, my everything I have ever oh, owned is gone. <laughs> That's wonderful, Stevie. Um, mine is also iPhone related. Oh, yeah. Um, you'll, of course, listeners will remember, uh, I'm building a bed. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my adult thing. I was so chuffed with it is um, my house is absolutely riddled with iPhone chargers from the market. I bought from the Apple store. Yes. The correct oh iPhone gosh, charger. I'm so happy. With the lightning cable, with that stupid little USB yes. thing that is thing. Then we're talking a decade of me wanting a, you to a, do this. A decade. Then when I built the bed with the good bed leg, mm-hmm. I built it in such a way that that plug is inaccessible and therefore I cannot take that plug out of the house. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Oh, great. Sorry, oh, no, you sorry. Oh, you thought... I thought you couldn't get it in. No, no, no. The opposite it's way. In, I put it in on purpose. Then I put oh, the leg on. This is so good. Yeah? Um, Always yes. there. Anyway, I'm Congrats. so I'm feeling... I'm buzzing. Congratulations. Okay. May I ask yeah. first, yep. uh, how did you come to choose the coil? Thank you so much, time. Stevie. And it's a pleasure to be on your panel today. Thank you. Um, it's so, a panel of one, me and a coil. Me and a coil. <laughs> and a sailor who doesn't know why he's here, but <laughs> yeah. I booked him because I got confused. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my hormonal journey begins at uh, university. Yes, late in the game, sure, when I eventually become sexually active. And uh, off I pop down to the local university GP who puts me on um, microgynon. Oh my God. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, and a, a oh number boy. of the listeners will be going. Oh, oh God! I know someone who loves it. So really? also, you might be listening and going, and God bless. As, ex- as expected, our Lord and Savior, microgynon. So about it's the contraceptive pill, the contraceptive microgynon. It's green. Um, and about three months in, my and I was like, oh, look at me! What a progressive woman! I'm on the pill. Mm-hmm. Oh, and now we're just having sex. I'm protected. Well, about three months in, my housemate came home. Um, this is we're now in first year or second year of university, and found me just face down. Uh, on the living room carpet like a starfish hysterical like yeah. I was just crying I crawled under a table yeah. and cried so hard I, I, I gagged yeah I gagged <laughs> yeah <laughs> and she was like what the fuck is going on and I was like I honestly don't know and this is my amazing friend Sarah who was like so cool and on it and lived in London and like mm, really knew her she shit knows the pill. she knows the pill AJ my team. god she used to party all night um, come home have a shower and go to her 6am shift where she was the manager of Topshop have you heard anything cooler oh, in your, in your life? Okay, right. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That, anyway. that woman is not on microgynon. No <laughs> fucking way. And she was like, what's going on? So she like, sat beside me and I was like, I don't know. I'm just so sad. And I guess I, no, nothing's happened even bad. Blah, blah, blah. And she was like, well, what? You know, what's, there must be something that's changed in your life. And then she was like, oh my fucking God, have you gone on the pill? And I was like, yes. She's like, I'm not fucking microgynon, is it? I was like, yes. She was like, right. And like frog marched me back down to the doctor. It's the cheapest one and they will always try it in case it works sometimes it does but nine times out of ten that's yeah. not an actual statistic that is not a statistic it's an so, anecdotal statistic uh, yeah we'll, we'll stick to it because yeah. most of the time they're like oh fine here, here, of yeah. course of course you're back for something more expensive so if microgona is working for you fantastic god bless live your life um if however you're like oh wow i too am under the table mm. is it microgynon and it's a shame because it's the thing they put teenage girls on it's like this and you're like off you go now and best of luck with your life Anyway, so back we went, we went on, we now, me and Sarah are invested in this. And then I went on something different. I'm sorry to say, I can't remember the name of it. And then um, I only lasted on a couple of months for that on this one as well. I'm like, I still don't feel great. And then this advert um, 
with this American advert started coming out. Oh, that's your absolute kryptonite. Kryptonite. American people telling you to do things. Yeah. Was it an American woman's voice and she was quite ballsy? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And she was ballsy talking to me. And what was I watching? A very happy woman running through a meadow. Oh, that's what you wanted. And I wanted to be her you so badly. Yeah. And then she looked at the camera and she said, Yasmin, like that. Great. Yasmin. Oh, I was on Yasmin for yeah. about 45,000 years. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, I want Yasmin, please. Yes. I want to run through the meadow. Absolutely. So I went back, got on Yasmin. I was like, oh, great. Feel much better. Everything mellowed out. Then um, a little, I was on Yasmin for years. And then I came off it and had nothing and had no contraception whatsoever. Um, actively trying for a baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just uh, was using, I wasn't with a partner, I was uh, using condoms uh, If I, when I was being liberal and sure. as, uh, etc. Anyway, and I felt so unbelievably much better. I was yeah. off it for several years and I was like, oh my God, I ain't going on no birth control mm. ever again. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. I came off it a year ago and I'm like, oh my God, this is what it's like. Oh, what was I doing? Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so I'm sort of where you were then. So yeah. now I'm like, am I going for the coil? Yeah. Okay, great. So now we're in this point where you've been like, I've seen what life is like mm. away from the pills. Don't take that away from me again. Don't take mother. that away from me again, mother. And then, <laughs> But you're also like, oh, it does feel like I would like to be, make sure I'm safe and I would like mm. to be, in, you know, and it's this like toss up between being like, ah, this feels very nice, but also the anxiety if I do when I do have sex. Oh, is, yeah. Morning after pill every month. Yeah, is it's <laughs> that you're like, oh my god, okay, I maybe there's some medium ground here. Mm. So I was like, okay, I went to explore some options um at the sexual health clinic and the woman recommended the coil. Right. And I was like, okay, and what is coil? Yes. And here now we, go. we begin our, our journey. So first fascinating thing. Why is it called the coil? Like it, I really thought it was a coil. It ain't no coil. Mm -hmm. It is more commonly known as an interuterine device or IUD. So she was like, there are two types of the coil. There is the copper mm. intrauterine device, IUD. There's the copper coil and there's the hormonal coil. Mm. And immediately I was like, no hormones. No way. Yeah. No fucking way. I've been way. starfishing on the, on the I've been on carpet. that carpet. I ain't going back there. Yes. Don't take me back. Literally what I felt yeah. like. Yeah. I ain't going back, bitch. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, she, she was like, hey, stop calling me a bitch. Stop calling me a bitch, please. This is a workplace. Yeah. <laughs> and she rolled her eyes and she was like, listen, it was not, it's not as bad. And I was like, no, I'm not even hearing it. Mm -hmm. I'm not hearing a medical professional tell me it's not as bad as I think. Mm -hmm. I'm not hearing it. I don't want it. Yeah. She was like, okay, let's get the copper coil. It's a plastic T-shape. So to describe your cervix, if you have one, it is, you've got your opening, classically called the vulva. Mm, the mm, vulve. The, vul the classic vulve. That's the outdoor world. The door, if you will. <laughs> you pop it's the porch. Up, the porch. <laughs> and you pop up. No, I'd say that's actually the door. And then you've got the porch, which is um, your the actual vagina. Like uh, the uh, Yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of a stoop. I'm yeah. so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> I would just say the stoop is the butt cheeks, you know? Wow. Like, that's your, your, back, your backyard. Yeah, like, absolutely no you're right. I'm so confused. Where's We've, the stoop? Anyway, it's not fine, important. Then you up, really up that, the channel, the vaginal yeah. canal. Yeah. Then you've got, because you've gone like in the door, in your porch, then you've got the door to the house. Yes. Because, you know, sometimes you can go to somebody's house and they've got like a... 
a little porch. A little porch, yeah. But then the, then you're like, this isn't very secure. But then the actual door to the house, that's secure. And that's the issue because we're with the coil and, th- and things like that, I think I thought for ages mm-hmm. it was just in your in, in your the vag- porch. Yeah, in the in the vaginal canal bit, which is where the penis and the tampons and live. tampons go. And I was like, well, I guess it must be quite far up, so you don't feel it exactly. And it could, well, well, when I'd realised it, obviously couldn't be as big as I thought it was because that wouldn't make sense. And then it was when someone was like, oh no, it's in. It's yeah. in the living room. It's in the living room. <laughs> I was like, yeah. how does it go in? How does it get in the living room? Yeah. Okay, so to describe your body to you, you go in the door, up the vaginal canal. So then you've got your cervix. And the cervix is a very like small opening. And that is mm. a very secure locked front door. Ain't no penis getting through that. Yeah, no, feels, thank you. feels like a dead end. But if you if it's like um, diagonally, there's a little... Yeah, if you know where to press, you can go you further. Can go in, yeah. <laughs> And then you're into the living room. Yeah. And the living room is your womb, is your uterus. Yes. Then, you, then you're in there in that nice warm triangle space. Mm. Lovely. What a nice place to be. The penis can never go in there. No. Never. <laughs> and it mustn't. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where this little T-shaped thing, it lives. The bottom of the T, it's got two very long, thin wires. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like a tampon. Exactly. It's like the a ultimate tampon. tampon. It's the ultimate tampon. <laughs> So okay. may, may I ask, so you've got you the little, you, little strings mm-hmm. dangling out, They're I guess. so thin. They so are thin. like even thinner than like an invisible fishing wire. They're like, they're so thin. Fine. Okay. So I was going to say that, well, I was going to give me my yep. question. What if it tickles the penis? <laughs> Great question. And a genuine concern for people. Okay, right. People are like, what if that tickles the penis? Yes. Um, but it's that the ends are so fine. And so when it comes out, you just pull on those strings, the top of the T up like an um umbrella going backwards mm-hmm. sort of yeah an umbrella that's like blown up in, chair. yeah that's blown up in the wind like that and yeah. now it's just one long thin thin and oop, out it comes yeah so no problem how it works the copper one is it's literally covered in copper okay oh it's, it's physically made of copper and it's constantly releasing more copper you know it's not it's not a machine it's not doing anything but it's like the copper is like constantly sort of coming off oh, right. the copper does absolutely no damage to you it, it does right. nothing but having it in there um is making that area an inhospitable area and so it's right. constant every time the egg and the sperm come in like, it, no thank you everything's like ah we've got we're, deal- we're, we're dealing with this kind of which you absolutely cannot feel like that's not mm. something if you can feel it something's gone awry yeah. like it, you don't know it's there it's not something you're aware of you certainly can't like press and feel it like yeah. that is simply in there it's very small and it's, it just sits there but it makes your womb be like we ain't we can't be having an egg okay i've got this t-shape in here hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it bombas Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Big question: Ready. When you get it fitted? Yes. You're going to have to tell me what that's like. Okay, so the fitting process. I was like, they've explained this to me. I was like, great, saddle up, let's bloody go. They were like, and then people had said to me like, this is bad. Yes. And it absolutely is bad. Right. It is bad for like... Is it bad for... Do some people... Maybe some people are like, I was actually great. 
but nobody will say this is actually great. Okay, cool, good to know. It will always be bad. So for some people, then once it's bad, and then we truly are done. So it's really interesting. Like it's exactly like the smear test. It's like up on the thing, popping the legs up. Yeah. We got the camera up. Off we go. Betty the chaperone has to come in. Love that. Uh, two chaperones for me, both holding my hands. Me very upset. And uh, and then it's a uh, our friend Becca described it as um, like somebody tickling inside your cheek. Okay. And I was like, what an insane description. Mm. But it was, and I was like, what a weird thing to say, but it isn't a pain you can really describe. And then when you feel it, you are like, huh, yeah, that is like somebody, it's like, because it's inside your body. Yeah. It's a place that you didn't really know you had like nerve endings or right. any. You've not felt that before. You've not felt anything there before. So it's a very interesting feeling. And it is just like a sharp little, a sharp something inside your cheek. And you do think like, oh, God. But most, it's a sort of overblown pain because your body is like, holy shit. What is it? That shouldn't be there. Yes. But then once it is, once you're over that bit, it is just supposed to, you know. Yeah, then be fine. Then it is fine. So that definitely was extremely bad. If you're like, oh, my God, that sounds like hell. It's like, yes, it is. But if you can just sort of. The moment you've realised, oh, God, it's then over. Yeah. Once you're over that, the anxiety is so much worse. And once you're over that, like. Here okay. we go. And okay. so that was it was it was for me. And that is what a lot, a, lot, a lot of people, a lot of people, however, find the, the experience much worse than that and the aftermath much worse. Yes. So like some people have absolutely terrible experiences in the aftermath. Like people have to, you know, take themselves to hospital. Like it's all, it can be, so it can be, mm. I say this much, it can be um, like, oh, and we're done. And it can be like, this was actually very bad. Right. So go into that eyes open mm-hmm. legs open eyes open sure. any you know you could have any sort of reaction to it okay so for me um very you know very unpleasant having it in but then i was like okay and we're I'm off done, yeah. and we're off and we're fine um but then they said um your your periods might get heavier she said like and it's like uh, like way and what she meant was like get ready for like eight gallons of blood <gasps> So like what she sort of hadn't described to me was that the copper makes it much, much heavier. Wow, so if you're someone who like has heavy periods already, like maybe it might be, you might already be at capacity. And so you're like, fine, fuck it. <laughs> we're already, yeah. we're already very heavy. Um, but it does get extremely right. The copper makes it, um, it j- changes a lot of things inside your body and, and suddenly things get like, it's much heavier um, and uh, it, it can be really bad. And so I, I styled it out for three months. My periods were like unbelievably painful oh. and then and unbelievably heavy. And then I fainted on the bus. And I right, and then I was like, "Okay." Did you have any pain to do with the coil at no. all? So that was so it was it was what the coil was doing what to the coil your was period doing. specifically, yeah. right? But again, yeah. like some people so have the, some people have yeah. a physical reaction to the coil going in there, like all kinds copper of things. Copper coil is the what is the less common one, isn't it now? Because now because it it's is the second yeah. one. Because so maybe if you are thinking about having it, you maybe just want to go straight for the other one, just yeah. in case. So I would say like. And and again, we'll move to the other one. We'll in a recent, okay, so back I go three. I I style this thing out for three months. I was like, this is untenable. Yeah. Back I go to see the same lady. She was like, I told you you'd mm. be back. And but she was like, not enough as in to be like, why are you putting it in people if it's you know? Because I had insisted, you know, mm. like I and she was like, all I do okay. is deal with with people it's the hormones who are so scary. afraid of the hormones that yeah. they say I don't want the hormonal one. Yeah. They try the copper one out. It's so bad. They come back. And then they are like, fine, fuck it. And that's and that's actually the, that the problem with that. Sorry, the source of the issues mm-hmm. is microgynon being given to everybody. That's, exactly, you can trace it back to like you don't care enough about pe- like women's uh, people's hormones to not realise that obviously this one nine times out of ten makes everyone feel 
crazy. Yeah. Like, go straight to Yasmin. It's the least. I mean, yeah. not so everyone loves Yasmin. so burnt but... from from various hormonal things yeah. that we're now like, I don't, I don't ever want it. And just a note on the, a fun bit on the fitting that if you are considering it, you can have this thing fitted um, immediately after birth. You can have it, like, you can have mm-hmm. it, and it starts working immediately. And so if you have, if you are having any other kind of thing, yeah, you, you might can as well be like, done. since we're here. Could we? That's great. So if you are going okay. for a smear test or a colposcopy or any of those sort of things, it's like, and now we're here, since I'm in this horrible experience, let's make it a bit more worse. Yeah. And it's done. So you can have it immediately after birth. You can have it if you've um, suffered miscarriage or abortion or anything like that. If you're already in, you know, you can do it at any time and it doesn't mm-hmm. affect anything. And it's, you know, so you can do it at any time. Um, just if you're like, maybe I have to, you know, wait a certain amount of time or whatever. So back I go. Mm-hmm. My lady's like, okay, let's try out the hormonal one. So the hormonal one is called Marina. It has a something in it called progestin, which sounds a lot like progesterone mm. that we've just been learning about in the hormone cycle. And so progesterone is the naturally occurring hormone in your body. Um, it comes out of your ovaries. And, uh, and progestin is a synthetic lab-created hormone. Right. And what it does is it mimics progesterone. Okay. And so it's in there um, on this exactly the same looking shape, same thing, the upside down umbrella, in it goes, the wires, looks identical. Um, but what's in there, it's now releasing this progestin and it can last for, I think, five years. Oh, I believe. wow. Yeah. Okay. So great. it's in there for five years. You don't need to take it out. Um, and what the progestin does is it mimics progesterone. In your, so it constantly keeps you in this state of being like, well, we're not at our fertile yes. state. And we're making it difficult for the sperm to get in. We're making it difficult for the egg to latch. We're just making life difficult. Mm-hmm. And so it's, um, it's thickening the mucus in the cervix. Um, so it's saying rather than being like come on lads it's saying like no thank you very much and um it's thinning the lining in your uterus um and suppressing ovulation and so this thing this this thinning the lining is what makes the marina coil mean that you uh have periods that are so light mm. that often you don't know they're happening right okay. and that isn't just like because sometimes like a light period could just be like you just need to use the yellow tampon but it's like they truly are so light and i remember i got mine done um, many years ago, I bought a moon cup on the way home. Very excited mm-hmm. to use it. It is still in its packaging. Wow! So okay. I haven't like used anything mm. for however many years I've had this thing. Right. Okay. Mm. How was the removal yeah. of the copper coil? The the coming out absolutely fine. She said, "Just cough," and I went, <laughs> and like then you <laughs> you sort of your cervix sort of opens a bit up as right. you cough, and also you're so fo- focused on doing a really good cough to impress her that absolutely, you are yeah. really paying. And then out it came, and I didn't really noticed right. the going in was a very similar experience but I, bit, I was a bit more ready for it this time yes and so it was less of a shock and I knew to ask for my two ladies I also knew to take an enormous amount of painkillers in advance you know very in pre- good in preparation and something I've been told is that you can also get gas and air so if you're like please this sounds horrendous you can just say I need to relax please can I have yeah and anything maybe they you've got, will yeah you know. but also as well the, those things that are difficult with like options that are on you to ask for sometimes they will be like no mm-hmm. absolutely <laughs> so it depends and you on just the really have to like advocate for yourself in this situation yeah. and be like i would like the highest level of anesthetic i would like the gas and air yeah. i would like everything and just be clear that you're like i am ready i've listened to this podcast i'm ready for the uh, the scratch inside my cheek mm. i'm ready for this to be a very weird sensation but i'm also very very scared and i really really need um, anything you can give me and the removal as well like I think just like with going with it going in because I've got friends who've had it removed and said mm-hmm. it was just awful so it feels like it's good to not 
plan important things for the same day in case. Yeah. And not in the way that we do it with, sometimes with like cervical smears and stuff, that is fine because the actual smear test is actually physically isn't going to hurt you afterwards and it's not going to make you feel you know it, it it's the thought of it rather mm, than what actually mm-hmm, happens mm-hmm. that is a sort of tickling kind of feeling but you don't know how you're going to react i suppose yeah. to it coming out absolutely i think it's like it's very like well come on uh, the women birth the babies and then get back to business as yeah. beyonce famously said yeah. but like i think it needs to be like i'm having this fitted today and i will need an entire day off work yeah. i need to be uh, ideally collected taken home you know cared for yeah. if you're doing this because you are sleeping with somebody who makes sperm the sperm maker needs to be collecting you you're doing the thing, you know yeah. if if like you if you've done this because yeah. so that you two together don't get pregnant like you know you come on show up now but like time. get a, a friend to come and get you get mm. a parent to come and get you like get somebody to come and don't just go on the bus home don't just go on the bus home like i did just like <laughs> crouch crouched on the chair because i was like oh, i was so i was like like this but like as soon as it like for me once the the sort of 24 hours was passed i was like i am fine I, was, mm. I felt very sorry for myself and went to bed but then it was over but again people can have all kinds of reaction to it so i think it's that sort of like being ready and not being like oh great i'm off on holiday i'm on my way to the airport i'll get a coil okay. <laughs> you know that'll be perfect yeah just be like this is something i need to take very seriously mm. and you should take all areas of your health and be like okay i need i need some time yeah and i didn't know that you had the call i like i don't i don't think i know about what i just presume everybody's on the pill or mm. not um and so speaking to oh i think when you go online there'll just be loads of horror stories so of people are not going to write about it if there was nothing to report absolutely but you ask around your friendship group i think to be like just to start off to be like if you know because then because then you might find people who just like love the coils you might find people who had a terrible time but then you can ask them what they did how they because sorry i'm not really making sense no you're making people sense. that don't like it or struggle with the not don't like it, struggle with the insertion and the taking it out, um, but but then choose to keep having it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that really like fascinates me because I, I'm not going to get it just purely because I just don't want the insertion and the, and the taking out. And, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm also, as well, kind of fine with what I'm doing at the yeah. moment. Um, but like so many people do have it again and again and again and you know get it changed and then and, and, and keep going. So there's clearly something very well, nice about it. Well, I think because it. it's... A- well, that's the thing because, like, the cha- if this happens every month, I'd be like, absolutely not. But it's yeah. every five years. Yeah. Like, that's a huge long time. Yeah. And, like, that's absolutely, you know, that's a that's a fine, you know, one, one bad afternoon in exchange for five years is oh, yeah. bad. And especially if, like, you're somebody who really suffers with their periods and their periods are extremely heavy. Yeah. Like, even if you're, like, not looking for this for contraception, just be like, I'd like to be in control of this enormous amount of blood or whatever. Like, maybe this is an option. Um, and I would say, like, if you're like, I can't bear the idea of the insertion, like, it's not, it's like, yes, it, it absolutely is bad. But if it shouldn't, don't, if you are desperate for the thing, like, don't let that be, it's not so bad as to be, something that i'm saying don't do it yeah you know. also if you're having a terrible time with your periods it really every single month it, that is worth it mm-hmm. like of course it's worth it and um yeah it's just, it's just so so few people talk about it and the only time i've ever heard yet is when someone's gone like oh god i've had a terrible experience getting it or whatever so i've been like what is everyone doing but um the fact that 
Indy said that like all the gynecologists that was there. so interesting that they're all on Marina yeah. which is, is to me a thing of being like okay yeah that's like, the best option. if the people with the most expertise about this are doing this for themselves like maybe this is mm. an option I'm in no way an advocate for it I personally have found it fantastic mm. and I truly apart from my my one day with Betty all those years ago I've like it's been like I don't have periods like very like it's it's been marvelous for me but I also have friends who have the copper one and swear by it and that's helped them and like you know people with all different kinds of experience so you will have your own personal journey I hope I've helped explain yes you've started off now go away and research and speak to people and just I think the bottom line is don't do anything that you don't know you're doing because I mean Mm. sorry like you don't know about like even with the pill I only took the pill because I was like well, that's the that's not painful. Yeah, but then it's like no, but it's emotionally painful. Yeah, <laughs> and so, what's oh, for ten years exactly. <laughs> oh my god, exactly right. Like we're choosing this option. Like you being like, I don't want five completely mentally fine yeah. and physically fine years in exchange for one afternoon of pain. Yeah. But I will take absolute emotional like turmoil, a decade, day, a decade yeah. of emotional turmoil because there's no pain associated with it. But again, like it is also, how is it we got in a place where those are our two options? Well, that's the other you know, thing. Like, I get very angry. I'm just like, well, fucking, like, I don't want to have to make that, that well, decision, so that I decision, refuse. You know? However, that decision, practically, if you're sexually you know, active, it's like nice um, to a completely pain-free, like, temporary vasectomy thing that you can do and you can, like, do it in a lunchtime. And it's like, and it's like, of course, of course, they've managed to invent that for the for the gentleman. You're like, of, of course. And we're all here being like, okay, so it asks for the gas and air, like get yourself prepared. Yeah, it as is best bad, you can. but it's not worth. Oh my! It's like, and there's, here we are God, having I'm to be furious. like, yes, it was bad, but is it worth? You know, and it's like anyway. So it's such a. But I hope this like at least like opens the conversation up. until science gets us to a place where we don't have to be having this conversation. Yes. I hope that this like starts the conversation for you all on your own personal journey with this and then at least if you're like I listen to this podcast today what kind of thing are you on you Mm. know Um, and get your friends sort of talking about it because again it's just not something we talk about enough except the people who are like (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) so sorry just tell you about my friend Sally who uh, had it done fainted Mm. woke up on on the table they had um, put it, uh, sloped it down for her so that the blood would go back to her head mm. and then rolled her legs over. So she woke up uh, oh <laughs> butt out, nude butt out. <laughs> <laughs> Leg, legs over her head. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, on the table. <laughs> so, like, I do think everybody has their, like, sort of, oh, my God, then this happened. Um, and... Um, <laughs> Oh God, I'm so sorry. But in exchange for uh, butt up on the table, yeah. you know, there is... Five years of not getting your butt up on a table five unless years you of, want to sexually... Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or in other, you know, recreational, non-sexual ways. But like, yeah, so in exchange for your five years, mm. butt up. But, <laughs> that butt was up. very helpful. And I speak for everybody when I say thank you very much Tessa oh you're so welcome I'm I'm so glad it was of some use thank you very much to the sailor (laughs) (laughs) the silent sailor he was like sorry were we going to talk talk about boats okay well no it wasn't Um, and yeah if you have any any suggestions any more things you'd like us to talk about us to talk about us to tackle um, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com or at nobodypanic join our patron please um, uh, to support us and help us keep doing the podcast, which is patreon.com slash nobody panic. There's always some fun stuff as well. Yeah, oh, there's around live things. Lovely bit. The unedited, yeah. raw, live 
footage is on there. A lot, a lot of fun. Thank you so much. And I feel, I, I still don't know how I feel about the coil, but I do personally. But I do now at least feel like I know, know what, what it is. is. Yeah. Like I make an informed decision as to what I want to do, rather than being like, I know what it is. No, great. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Have a lovely week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands. <laughs>